My friends, I know that you love to celebrate your people. We all love a good celebration. There's really nothing quite as enjoyable as finding just the right gift for someone's birthday or um, baking that pumpkin pie that your husband just absolutely loves and you get to see his face light up when you pull it out for Thanksgiving dinner or random Tuesday dinner. (laughs) Celebrating our people, doing things just to make them smile. That's really a big part of what relationships are about, our deep, intimate, closest relationships. We want to show these people how much we love them. But sometimes, it's, and it's really easy, we get caught up in the, the trappings of the celebration, in the, how Pinterest-worthy the cupcakes look, and if you get just the right photo with the perfect smile that we can post on Instagram, and we forget that that's actually stealing the focus from the person, the person that we love and that we are trying to celebrate. It is so easy for our attention to get sucked away from the actual purpose of the celebration. And sometimes at that point, our person winds up walking away feeling like, you know, that was nice, they enjoyed it, but was it really all about the photo that you could put on social media or was it really all about them? There can be wrong ways to celebrate our people. When the celebration becomes all about the photo opportunity, all about making things look good, all about the the perfect theme of the birthday party or whatever that might be, it's at that point, my friend, that we've missed the mark. And it's so easy to start walking down that path because we do want our people to feel loved and feel celebrated. We want things to go perfectly. And sometimes that winds up distracting us from the actual purpose of the celebration, which is the person. So today on the Love Your People Well podcast, we are going to ignore Pinterest. We're going to shut down our Instagram app, our Facebook app. We're going to talk about seven simple ways to celebrate the people that we love without spending a lot of money, without spending a lot of time, without fussing over every detail, without getting so caught up in the celebration that we might actually miss the person in all the hubbub. So if that is something that you have ever struggled with to stay present in the moment as you're showing someone how much you love them, I hope that these ideas today will kind of jumpstart your creativity Um, They are all things that I have done for people I love and I have seen the smile that it puts on their face. And I have experienced the peace and the enjoyment of not having to put in a lot of time and effort and fuss to make it happen. So I know that these ideas are meaningful, um, but I also know that they are not the end of the road. And so I'm hoping that this will encourage you and give some ideas and kind of jumpstart your own thinking about your people and how you can celebrate them well. All right, friend, let's jump in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. 
All right, friends, before we actually jump into the content today, the seven simple ideas for celebrating your people. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you might remember that I had my own celebration recently. My birthday was coming up um, and you you may have noticed we didn't actually wind up having a podcast episode on my birthday, which was the plan. Um, but my kids gave me a cold this year for my birthday. It was, you know, so thoughtful of them. Uh, but I did not have a voice. And so I had to extend myself some grace and said, you know what, just going to sleep through it, going to move on. When my voice is back, we will get back to the show. And so we are here today. I am feeling better. I'm very thankful for that. And I did have a great birthday, even though I wasn't Eh, wasn't feeling my best. But the tagline for this podcast is that we are here growing godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. And part of a grace-filled life is giving ourselves a break when we need it. And part of it is celebrating our people when we have the opportunity. So I still want to talk about celebrations because it really can bring such joy to a relationship when each person truly feels loved and they feel it in a way that is is not just prescribed like oh it's our anniversary of course we're going to celebrate but they feel it in the day-to-day of the relationship that is just such joy and so that's why we're going to talk about celebrations today we did have a birthday giveaway and so i did announce our two winners of the boundaries book and the gift card for coffee Indigo Rain and Bible Loving Girl. (laughs) I will get those books in the mail uh, before this podcast airs on Friday morning. So um, for everybody who took the time to leave a review, take a screenshot of their favorite episodes and post it on their Instagram stories, that was so much fun to see all these different screenshots pop it up into my Instagram feed. Um, So I, I really enjoyed that. And I'm so thankful for the people who are in your network who I don't know, they don't know anything about this show, but they know you, and they got to see a little window into something that has encouraged you. And I know that that helps more and more women connect to this ministry, this community, helps more and more women plug into this podcast and find ways to love their people well, to love God, to love themselves, to love their family. These are your friends, these are your people. And so I was encouraged and I hope that you enjoyed listening to some episodes and uh, posting a few screenshots. So the giveaway is over, my birthday is over, but it is never over to show your people that you love them, to celebrate your people. I want to give my usual disclaimer, I am a licensed therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. Um, We're not going to talk about, you know, deep mental health related things today necessarily, but you never know what might um, push someone in a direction where they're thinking about that. And so if counseling is something that might be helpful for you, there's a link in the show notes that will point you in the right direction. So friends, let's talk about celebration. Let's talk about, uh, let's start by talking about why we celebrate our people. Uh, That's a pretty short part of the conversation because I think it's just human nature. We all want to celebrate the people that we love. We want to see them smiling. We want to see them happy. And when we get to play a specific role in making that happen, it makes us happy. It makes us feel good to make our people feel good. 
I know that you've experienced that because it's just human nature. So why do we celebrate? We celebrate because we want our people to enjoy life, because we want them to experience joy and happiness. We want to feel close to them, and we want to feel and and experience the sense that we are important to them. We are meaningful to them. That happens on birthdays, happens on holidays, anniversaries, and everything in between. If you only celebrate your people on the official day on the calendar when you're supposed to celebrate them, you're really missing some great opportunities to show your people how much you love them on just the regular days in your regular life. The problem is sometimes these celebrations become about the event and we start to lose focus on the person. I see this all the time at the holidays. One of the busiest times for people to come into counseling is as we approach the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. Those are big family holidays. And one of the things that a lot of families struggle with is that the expectations on the holiday, on the event, are sky high. And it's just not realistic. And people know that going into it and they're stressed and they're anxious or people struggle with that during the holiday and then afterwards they're disappointed uh, and depressed. And so part of the problem, part of the, uh, the roadblock that we can hit with actually genuinely celebrating our people is that we get too caught up in the event, in the gift, in the thing, in the gathering, and the focus shifts away from our person who we are supposed to be celebrating and it shifts toward us or the photos, or the thing, which it's really not about. So obviously part of that that barrier that we run into is in our own heads. We start focusing on the wrong thing. We might start out focusing on our person, on this opportunity that we have to shower them with love and make them smile, and we wind up in a place where we're focusing on, oh, did I get just the right picture that I can post on my social media profile? Or um, did my cupcakes wind up looking like the Pinterest picture, which I don't know about you, but mine literally never do. And yet somehow we still can enjoy them and have a good time. But it's, it's really easy to get focused on the wrong thing for our attention to get distracted. And one of the things that can help with that, it's not the only thing, but one of the things that can help is when we shift our mindset about what are we doing to celebrate our people? And that's what I wanna talk about today is to give some simple ideas for ways that you can celebrate your people that are not about buying the perfect gift, not about planning the perfect party, um, not about scheduling the perfect date night. It's just simple little things that sometimes we overlook because it doesn't feel like a big thing. But if we do it intentionally, it actually does show our person that we love them. It shows them that we're thinking of them when they're not around. We want to show them that we are preferring them. We are favoring them. We are doing something not because it's easy for us or not because it's convenient or maybe even what we want to do at that moment, but because it blesses them. And that is a priority for us. So let's run through this list of seven ideas for simple ways that you can celebrate your people without spending a lot of money, without a lot of fuss, without a lot of time, just focusing on the person. Idea number one, write them a letter. 
put your affection into words. Tell them, um, you know, share a memory that you have with them. Tell them a big list of all the things that you love about them. Tell them something that they've taught you, that you've learned from them. Seal it up and you can mail it to them. You can leave it on their pillow. You can stick it in their lunchbox. You can set it on the kitchen table. You can give it to them any way that you want. But putting that affection into words, into writing, it usually is a surprise for the person because let's face it, we don't get a lot of snail mail these days. And uh, we might send a lot of text messages, but we don't actually put pen to paper and write things down. And so it's unusual, which catches their attention, but it also is tangible and permanent. That is a letter that they can pull out tomorrow or next week or four years from now, and they can smile again. They can remember the experience of getting this letter from someone who they love which uh, is you. (laughs) So writing a letter is a great way, a simple way to celebrate your people. Idea number two, print a picture, like a tangible, you can hold it in your hand picture for them, put it in a frame or a photo book, hang it on the wall. Think about how valuable it is to see your people. It usually makes us smile when we see a picture of a fun memory, a fun moment with our husband, our kids, our friends. And in the digital age, we don't actually hold those pictures in our hands very often. And there is a big difference between scrolling through your phone and looking at the hundreds of pictures that you took of your beach trip or whatever it might be, and holding one or two of those pictures in your hand. Scrolling through it and focusing in on one are very different experiences. And if your family is anything like mine, you're not printing pictures all that often. It's kind of a big deal, but it's also super cheap. And so, uh, I mean, these days you can get the app on your phone. You can just like click the right button and it'll go straight from your phone to whatever local store you want to pick it up at. Printing a picture and maybe even tossing it in a frame is a great way to give a smile to your person on a random Thursday or whatever it might be or for a special event, for a birthday, for an anniversary, printing a meaningful picture of your time together is going to make them smile. All right, idea number three, plan a fun experience together that you know they would enjoy. And this might be a new activity, maybe something they've talked about wanting to do, or it might be planning time, setting aside time for their old favorite. If your family loves to go camping and you haven't been in a few months, look at the calendar, find an open weekend, and book yourself a campsite and sneak away for a little bit. Or if there's a new restaurant in town that you know that your kid has been wanting to try because they just love Mexican food and the the 20 restaurants in town aren't enough, they want to try this new one, you know, schedule a night to go and just enjoy an experience together. And this is particularly meaningful as far as thinking about celebrations. If you tell the person that you're doing this for them, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, hey, I thought tonight we'd go out for Mexican. Let's try the new place. That's fine. You're still going to enjoy your experience, but that's going to feel different to them than if you maybe approach them saying, hey, you've talked a lot about this new restaurant. And so I made sure that we actually didn't plan dinner tonight because I really want to take you there and I want to experience it together for the first time. 
you're having the same experience, you're going to go to the restaurant, you're going to enjoy the meal and your kid or whoever, you know, they're going to like it because they're excited about it or they're not going to like it. And you can laugh about how horrible the new restaurant in town is. But the way that you tell them about it, the way that you verbalize it and approach it is going to have a big impact on the experience. And so make sure that you not only plan the fun experience together, but that you tell them that you're doing it for them, that you acknowledge out loud that this is intended to be quality time together. All right, idea number four, cover their usual chores for a day or a weekend. Everybody loves a break. Make sure, again, that you're telling them that you're doing it. You don't want to just start washing the dishes because that's their chore on Friday nights. And then they come in and they're like, oh, sweet, there's no dishes. And then they can go play their video game or do whatever they were going to do. Yeah, that's nice for them. But again, it's not as meaningful as telling them, hey, you know what? You had a crazy week. Uh, Maybe it's your kid and you can say, you know, you've had a lot of tests. You studied hard. I really just want to celebrate you and I want you to just go relax and enjoy yourself. I'm going to take care of the dishes tonight. Again, it makes a difference to tell them that you are doing this for them, to tell them why, to tell them something wonderful about themselves and then give them a break and don't grumble about it and don't complain about, oh man, why did I pick a Friday when we had lasagna and you got to let everything soak for half an hour and it takes forever. You don't want to grumble. You just want to smile You want to let them know that you're doing this for them and then just do it. Um, But covering their chores, some sort of active service for them. It's small sometimes, taking out the trash or whatever it might be, but it can be very meaningful. All right, idea number five, compliment your person with several genuine, specific compliments. Now, this, of course, is something you could do every day. You could first thing in the morning, tell them something specific, you know, not just, oh, you look great today. You might be able to say, wow, that dress looks amazing. Or your, I think you did your hair differently. I really like it. Whatever it is, you want to make sure it's genuine, of course. But this is something you could do every day. And then of course, on a special occasion, trust me, it's going to be meaningful. If they are receiving a compliment, it doesn't obviously have to be about their looks. It could be a compliment about how hard they've been working on a project. It could be a compliment about a talent that they have. Something specific that you appreciate about them or notice about them. Saying it out loud, making eye contact is incredibly meaningful. You would be surprised how often I sit down with a family in family counseling. Maybe it's a couple, maybe it's a parent and their child. How common it is that compliments are lacking in the relationship, not because they're not thinking them, but because they're not verbalizing them, because they've gotten stuck in a pattern where they're complaining more than they're complimenting. And so this is a simple way to celebrate your people, to make them smile, to show them that you love them, is to look them in the eye and give them specific, genuine compliments. Idea number six, Leave them small notes where you know that they will find them unexpectedly. And this can be really simple and it can be really small. Um, You know, if the shower is leaving that lovely fog on the mirror, write them a little note, even if it's just a smiley face. You might write a few little post-it notes and stick it in their lunchbox or leave a trail of them uh, on the wall leading to the front door. 
Um, you might send a little text message, something small and short that is specifically about making them smile. And you know your person. You know, some people would love a small little note with a little joke and it makes them laugh and they go about their day. And other people would love a small little note with a compliment on it. Your eyes are beautiful or whatever it might be. Um, and that's what's really going to make them smile. And some people would love a little note uh, with a reminder, you know, hey, tonight's date night with a little winky face, you know, I'm excited, whatever it might be. Leave tiny little notes in places where they are not expecting to find a sweet little message from you. And then my final idea, again, this is like seven ideas in a world of thousands of ideas, but hopefully it's kind of jump-starting some thoughts for yourself because these are not rocket science. These are not super creative, but they are things I've done with my people that have made them smile. And they are things that don't require me to go on Pinterest, don't really allow me to get caught up in the event or the thing that I'm planning. They're just little ways to focus on my people. So number seven, buy them a small gift when it's not gift giving time, just because you saw it and you thought of them. If you're, you know, my, okay, for myself, my husband loves books. And if I'm at a store and I see a book about a topic that I know he's interested in, that's going to jump out to me because I know he's, I know he's interested in it. I know it's pretty small, usually not going to be that expensive. And I know it's going to make him smile. Now for my mom, she's not a huge reader. And so if I see a, get, a book that I think, oh, she'd really like that, I'm probably not going to bother buying it because that's not really her thing. But if I see chocolate covered peanuts for sale at the grocery store, you know, handmade by grandma down the street, I might buy those because I know that she's really going to enjoy that. And so, of course, you're going to see things all the time that make you think of your people. You don't have to buy all of those things. But on occasion, when something catches your eye and you think, oh, Steve would really love that. Ooh, Michelle would really love that. Whoever the person is, buy it. Wrap it up. Don't wrap it up. Doesn't matter. Give it to them and tell them, I saw this and I thought of you. I thought it might make you smile and I just had to get it. Of course, it's meaningful on their birthday to give someone a gift, but it can be sometimes even more meaningful when it's not their birthday and it's simply because you thought of them. All right, friends, let's review these seven simple ideas. Write your person a letter. Print a picture for them, a tangible picture. Plan a fun experience together and let them know that you have intentionally set aside this time for them. Cover their chores for a day or a weekend. Compliment them with several genuine and specific compliments. Leave them small little notes where they're going to find them unexpectedly. And buy them a gift just because you saw something that made you think of them, not because it's a gift-giving occasion. Now, let me close with just one like real life acknowledgement, sometimes our relationships are strained to a point where it's really difficult to celebrate our people. And if you are struggling with a lot of conflict in your relationship, there's a lot of tension, there's a lot of um, disagreement going on. We, we do have a new uh, free resource from Love Your People Well, the 10 point conflict resolution checklist. So I would encourage you to snag your free copy because that might be a really helpful tool that you can pull out in the moment when tension is rising 
and hopefully help you reduce the stress, reduce the tension, and move toward resolution and peace. It's a lot easier to celebrate our people when we feel at peace in the relationship. So I've actually shifted how we're going to be accessing um, the show notes and the freebies and all that kind of thing. If you go to loveyourpeoplewell.com backslash 021, you will find all the notes and links from this episode. This is our episode number 21. So it's loveyourpeoplewell.com backslash 021. And you will find all the show notes as well as a link to snag your free copy of the 10 point conflict resolution checklist. All right. Hugs and blessings to you, friend. I'll talk to you soon.